Hey everyone, this is Victor with Ventobot today. I'm starting a new thing. So we, a lot of people are looking to really network and connect. And one of the best ways to do that is I found, uh, well, I've met Kieran here a long, almost a year. Jeez, it's been almost a year. Um, and he does a lot with intimate dinners. And that's a great place to build relationships and really grow your network and, and just really connect with people that are like-minded. But however, in the current time we're in, that's kind of forbidden. So how has he pivoted? What has he done? He has some fantastic things to do. And if you have any comments or questions for him specifically, just pop them up there and I'll actually pop them up on screen. Something I found out you could do not too long ago. And uh, hey, Karen, what's going on, man? What's up, dude? As I always say when I see you, you are the guy who is always smiling. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I can't help it. It's I, <laughs> I got a lot to be thankful for. So, yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, again, like I mentioned, if you have any questions specifically for Karen, how he's hosting like virtual dinners, I know that's like one of the things I saw him talking about recently. And I'm just curious, like, what are you doing now that, that we can't really gather um, and host like intimate dinners with like groups of 10 or 20 uh, like that? So, man, we can take this conversation so many different ways. First of yeah. all, everyone is working from home right now for the most yeah. part. Let's say like everyone I know is working from home. The most essential businesses are shut down. Everyone is in a state of either panic or chaos or uncertainty. And we still want to hang out with friends. We still want to talk to our customers and our prospects. Just the way we do it now has shifted a little bit. Um, the one thing that kind of works to any business's advantage right now, especially any online business, is that screen time has gone up tremendously. Yeah. So everybody's on their phone more. They're looking at the news. They're consuming more content than ever before. So as long as your content resonates, it's very easy to stand out in a sea of marketing and just focus on the thing that, again, that I've always said is fundamental to any business, which is the relationships that it's built on. Now, I've been hosting physical dinners for over three years, and my world kind of turned upside down a couple of weeks ago I'm when, sure. when my city decided to shut down and yeah. be on isolation. So I actually had to cancel my first ever dinner in three years. I canceled my Thanks. first ever in-person dinner. And... At the time when I canceled it, I didn't really think much of it. And then the next day when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, I just canceled my first ever commitment in three years. This is real. Like, it took me about a day for it to actually hit me. So like any person, I let that day kind of consume me. I let the media consume me. I was not in a good headspace. I didn't sleep well. And it just kind of took over my, my entire world until I started talking to my friends and my network and my, my business friends. And I just took a breath and said, listen, okay, I've got two options now. I can complain and I can feel sorry for myself and I can stay stuck or I can pivot as much as I can, control the things that I can control and do what naturally makes sense to me, which is let's just move these events or dinners online. So I've now hosted online virtual dinners, which has actually given me insane opportunity to connect with people who I would have never had a chance to connect with before. So my first dinner, there was people from like all over this city that I live in, yep. from Montreal, from, from the US, somebody from the Philippines had signed up. So it's really opened up the doors, um, given that, well, Zoom is like the most downloaded app right now. And <laughs> yeah. everyone's Zoom, like Zoom stock has gone up and everyone's just consuming right. more time on Zoom. So for me, like, yeah, it took about a day for me to be like, okay, dude, shake out of this. Um, and what and, and, and how can you connect people virtually now? That true. I, I mean, like 
just with what you said, like you can connect with people all over now, right? And like we got uh, someone here telling you that you're a freaking rock star. Hey, Tyler, Tyler my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I, I know that, and I know a lot of people um, that if they haven't met you yet, you definitely got to be following Karen here. But it, it just makes like right now you're in Canada, I'm in Colorado. Like I can now be part of your virtual dinners more often this way, and mm-hmm. it just it just kind of brings our giant world a little bit closer together, even though we're doing this whole social distancing. Um, sure, uh, more people are at home. I think the biggest thing about that is the, the whole schedule. People don't have like a routine that they have that they normally are just completely thrown off with. But for sure, that definitely having someplace to gather. And right now, I know there's so many like online summits going on and people talking about things to do. It's almost... I feel that we're getting to a point where it's almost overwhelming and it's going to get to a point where like, we're just kind of looking similar to what you're doing, a place to kind of just hang out with people that are friends. Like 30 minutes ago, my wife, daughter, and um, the people that they generally have, uh, like the other parent friends that we have that generally have play dates with that we can't do right now had a virtual zoom play date, you know, like the girls had a tea party and stuff like that, but it was, that's kind of, I feel where we're going to start moving towards in a little, like in the next few weeks, just because we're, we still want like, not just business. We want like, we're people too. We have other parts of us that, that really are part of our lives. And for sure, I'd love to know more of how you really, I guess really what you're doing in these virtual dinners to, are people like sitting down there and zoom with their plates kind of eating or what, what's kind of happened in there? So I think, first of all, you just said something really powerful that I think deserves to be acknowledged a little bit more. And it's that we still need to connect with other people. Mm -hmm. Like we are literally stuck at home, but that doesn't mean we still can't have conversations, that we still can't build relationships, that we still can't talk to our parents, our friends, our neighbors, our customers, our prospects, our existing ecosystem still needs to be connected and we still need to be connected to it. So I think the worst thing somebody could do is just like disappear or continue. Yeah. And like, and you know, I've heard this said a couple of times, like companies that are not acknowledging that business has changed are going to be left behind. Yeah, um, it's, sure. it's, it's, you know, my city just announced last night that any event in the next quarter. So in all of Q2 um, is canceled. So I know already that for the next 90 days, like, there's probably going to be nothing happening in my city. So how can I maximize what I have, which is online access to a world? So that's number one. And whether it's like play dates with your kids, I've seen live streaming of workout classes, art classes, live dance parties. Uh, what's up, Caleb? Um, like dance parties, yoga. Like there's so much. Everyone's starting to stream now. What they could have previously streamed is now becoming kind of normal. So I'm waking up like I just got an invite last night to like a virtual dance party with like thousands of people that's happening on Saturday, like 25 bucks to go. Normally, that would be like a Coachella, right? Like that would be like a a three day commitment and a flight and three days. And so what I'm getting at is like any business or any person watching this now has a unique opportunity to position themselves in the marketplace in a way that they never thought was once possible. Mm-hmm. So when I scheduled my first dinner, I had no idea how it would go. Actually, I did because I think you have to own your superpower, like whatever your superpower is. And I just, my superpower is creating a room of vulnerability with deep conversations 
and giving people an opportunity to have the limelight when they normally don't. Like that's my superpower, whether it's virtual or in person, that part about me and my business never changes. So now what, what I've been able to do is bring people again from different cities, different entrepreneurs, different business owners who would have never ever had an opportunity to meet in my existing life now right. are becoming friends because the dinner has just become a virtual hub in the form yeah. of, in the form of zoom. So yeah. the, the dinners that I've hosted to date have still had between six and 10 people again from all over everyone. Some people are actually eating, which I love. Like some people are eating on the call. We do it like a gallery view. So we can do like a nice group photo, like a cheers. So like we're still getting that interaction. I think the biggest thing it is, is that regardless of if it's in person or if it's online is creating that expectation upfront as to what people are going to expect. And when you set the expectation that like, this is a very confidential night thing is the conversations are going to get deep. You might want to cry. It's going to get super fucking mm -hmm. intimate and vulnerable and that's yeah. okay. Encouraged when you create that context and you set that container, people step out of what they think is the norm and step into a world that they've never had exposure in before. So again, replicating that online is, is no different except now people are doing it at their homes and I don't have to clean a bunch of dishes. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, I, I love it. There's, there's always the, I like how you added that silver lining there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't have to wash all these dishes now. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I completely agree. Like one of the things for us um, that's definitely impacted us and, and Delphus about this, out to our gymnastics gym that my daughter goes to. And I, I went, eventually want my, my, my younger, like our new three month old to go to, um, like they're closed right now indefinitely and it sounds like nothing's going to open again until like june or july and that's a long time for a physical business like brick and mortar to close like that but what have they done they they started to get creative they started to get pivot and really start to utilize their field otherwise would probably never do anything with really. they they started doing live every day at four for the for the little ones to really do something activity wise, led by one of the coaches that mm -hmm. they have there. And you know they can't they don't have like the the ropes to climb and the bars to flip over and stuff like that. But they are getting creative with how they can keep those kids active, and I love that. Um, I actually reached out. I was like, hey, why don't you guys start a Facebook group and advertise? You can go live from your page, share to the group, and all the paying members can get like specific access to you guys. And then, you know, you could always advertise to get new people like the people in your group. And there was just like a lot of things that I talked about with them, but I was like, my selfish reason for helping them right now is because I want them to stay open. I want that. Like, I love what they provide to the community. And mm -hmm. when we found them, I was like, these are just fantastic people. And exactly that like businesses, that aren't pivoting, aren't getting creative, are going to be left behind because this is the new normal right now, right? So, we want to make sure that we can create relationships and have interactions with people as normal as it used to be, just now into this wherever we are right now. So, yeah, yeah like, dude, and I'm seeing that across the board everywhere, right? Every business that yeah. once relied on foot traffic is now thinking about things that they potentially, and I hate to say this, but they potentially should have been thinking about always. But again, yeah. you know, we're, we've, right. we've now ventured into like unnavigated waters. 
So we don't know what the day looks like. And I feel like businesses right now are taking it one day at a time. We're hearing new updates from the government, new updates from grants and, and loans, and everyone's kind of taking it one day at a time. And any business, again, that relied on foot traffic now is trying to pivot and innovate. And I've seen gyms here offer online workout classes for $5. I've seen um, yoga for like pay what you can. So I'm, I'm, I'm seeing restaurants go into like delivery only. Uh, Brandy this morning talked about how this coffee shop around the corner has like a contactless uh, system set up right now where you order on one side of the restaurant outside and then you pick up your coffee on the other side. So businesses that are, again, that are still relying on foot traffic are starting to go online a bit. And I think there's no better way to like pivot in that direction in terms of like, you can still offer live stream classes. You can still teach people how to cook. You can ask, you know, what I would love to see a restaurant do is like, I've got a cabinet full of beans and consumables yeah. right now. And like, how do I make that food look sexy? Like, how can yeah. I cook something sexy out of beans and pasta and spinach, right? So if yeah, somebody was to offer like innovative, like, so like, again, I think every business has their own unique opportunity to do that. Yeah, no, that, that's, it's funny you mentioned that because that's, that's <laughs> um, I, I love personally, my wife and I love cooking. We hardly ever go out to restaurants anyway, but now we're at in the mindset of like, okay, how, how can we keep the ones that we do go out to when we decide to go out open? Like, what can we do to support them right now? You know, so we're like, all right, so maybe this week we'll order from that local barbecue place because we love going there when like in-laws come in town or that Italian restaurant. But exactly, like if they were to really think about like, what, what can they do? Like show them, show us behind the scenes. Like they're, like you mentioned, they're chef. Chefs can like create a quick Facebook live of like in the kitchen type of deal and like cook with me or whatever right but that that's there's just a lot of things you can do to get creative with it but yeah there's it's creating these connections online we're going to want more than just what we're seeing right now right we're going to want like the real um back and forth yeah. of like just like you and me like we can hang out at live events which i feel like that's where we see each other you and i see each other more but there's going to get to a point where I think that's going to change, dude. Like, I kind of just want to, yeah, like, you know, it, it's way more than that right now. So uh, one of my, um, I, I know you and I both know Nicholas Kuzmich. And like he mentioned the other day, um, he, he posted something that said, uh, uh, when you're saying like these situ difficult times really bring to light all of the issues that are kind of been hiding with you going, I guess when things aren't good, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, like, right now these are the difficult times that he's talking about it really brings to light like what did, what did, what were people doing what habits were people doing at home that really weren't helpful to them and stuff like that and it's just like we're going to want places to talk about that and it's not just business related right it's we're going to want to connect very similar to what you're doing having these virtual dinners and be able to to just ask questions go back and forth with friends and i might even reach out to old friends like that are in california that I haven't seen in forever and be like hey you guys want to just have like a quick like lunch together, you know, like and on Dude, last Saturday yeah. I played online board games with a group of friends who I like almost never see. They they live in my city and yeah. I still don't see them because I'm so consumed just by my own world. Yeah. And I cannot tell you if I would have ever predicted playing board games online with my friends anytime soon. Like this and it was so much fun. Like it was so much fun because I've been isolated at home for about 14 to 20 days and just seeing them over zoom, like friends that I would yeah. go 
hang out with and playing board games was so much fun. But again, I feel mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't feel like things are going to go back to the way they were even, you know, like no. obviously events and public gatherings are, are either postponed or canceled right now. But even when that ban gets lifted or things get back to normal, like I don't think it's ever going to be the same normal. I no. feel like we've, we've taken for granted a lot of life and now we see how amazing freedom actually feels that 15 minute walk in the morning when you're walking your dog or that 15 minutes at night when you're out it's like those moments right now are so valuable and you're right dude there's so much that was on everyone's list that no longer matters and it's amazing what you can do with so little when your back is up against a wall yeah yeah it's it's like for a few weeks ago we had um right before we had like the Colorado safer in-laws come in. They were going to come in for spring break. Go to Grand Canyon. I mean, generally we play a lot of board games when we go visit them or they come to visit anyways, but we did a lot more. I don't know. Something about like the whole, you have to stay at home now. It's like, it's like a, it's mm-hmm. mandated kind of creates a different <laughs> mindset around like, Oh man, I wish I could stay home. I wish I could do this. It's like, Oh, well now you have to. And it, it creates this like, all right, so I do, and it, it, it's this whole social thing online. People, yeah, I, I feel like we're gonna see in a couple of weeks like a dip in um, online consumption and more like offline interaction with what we have and the people around us now, and then it'll kind of go back up again. But I, I, I agree, like there's definitely a lot of things that are changing right now, and once this is all over, things aren't gonna be the same. We're gonna go, we're gonna really pay attention to what we like ourselves, what's important to us and really start doing things like that again. But dude, I, I, I also think that in spite of all of this and listen, man, there's chaos, there's uncertainty, there's panic, no, there's, yeah. there's businesses pivoting, there's people being laid off. There's people who are unable to leave their homes. Like there's a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. with all of that being said, there has also never been a better time to invest in the relationships around you. Yeah. And whether these are old ties, whether they're new ties, whether they're people that were once acquaintances that are now friends, whether, whether there's now friends that are actually turned into like maybe customers or like, it doesn't even matter what the term is, customer, prospect, friend, family, grandma, dad, mom, sister, like that doesn't matter. All relationships right now deserve more attention than ever before, even if it's as simple as a check-in. Hey, how are you doing? I know we haven't talked in like six months, but like, how are you? Just wanted to check in. And again, like I I do not see this changing anytime soon. And even when things change, man, I really don't think they're going to go back. Like I don't even feel, I feel so personally and mentally and physically different than I did March 1st, just because of everything that's happened. Yeah, I can only imagine how I'm going to feel May 1st, another month from now, right? Like yeah. not going back, it's going forward in a completely different way. So yeah. again, there's never been a better time to invest in those around you. That's true. I, I completely agree. Like, um, so I, I guess if we wanted to just start really getting um, these virtual dinners going and like really reaching out, because I, I I talked about, I was like, I should reach out to friends in California. I was like, I didn't think about it. Like right now we were having this conversation and I might actually, I'm going to do that right after this. I'm going to be like, I'm going to reach out to those guys, text them and be like, Hey, it's been like years since we've talked. And how would one go about creating something like that? So I'm going to, 
tell you exactly how you can schedule your first dinner and have it up and running and actually have the dinner in 48 hours from right now. So whether you're watching this on a Wednesday or on a Thursday, on a Friday or a Sunday, whenever you're watching this, those that are watching the replay, if you're committed to hosting your own virtual dinner in the next 48 hours, in the next seven days, just type the word dinner. And that way, Victor and I will know that, okay, this is, this is a person who's serious about this. And I'm going to walk through, yeah. dude, five very simple steps that are easy and they're free. Step number one, get a Zoom account. Um, now, here's where I'm lying because you, you do need the paid Zoom account because the free one has a 40-minute limit. Yeah. So I would upgrade that. So, okay, I, I didn't lie on the first one. So get, get a Zoom account, whether it's uh, Zoom, whether it's this StreamYard, whether it's Skype, Google Hangouts even. Google Hangouts yeah. is free, I think. Yeah, it is. Step one. That's 20% right there of your dinner. You have already got done in five seconds. Step two, you're going to invite four people. You're going to invite two people who you know really well. Maybe they're friends, maybe they're business partners, maybe they're customers, whatever. Invite two people who you know and say, hey, I'm hosting this dinner. And then also invite two people you don't know or people that you want to go deeper with, two people you want to connect deeper with on a relationship level. That way, your first dinner, you already know two people and you don't know the other two. So it's going to feel like you already know 60% of the room. Like you yeah. plus two and then two newbies, like you're going to feel so comfortable hosting a dinner when you already know 60% of the room. And here's how you go about inviting these people. Again, find them on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever your platform is. Step three is you send them an, an email or you can step it up a notch by sending them a video, a personal email, a personal video. And here is... Here is, you know, we, we, we talk about nine, nine word emails all the time. So, Victor, I think you're going yeah, yeah. to love this. Hey, Victor, I'm hosting a dinner with a group of blank business owners, entrepreneurs, actors, people that love to paint on date, June 2nd, April 3rd. Interested? Question mark. Sign your name. That's the email script that I've used over 150 times. And it's nine words. And people sometimes look for a complicated way or they talk themselves out of, out of ideas because like, oh, this will never work. Like the human language is so simple sometimes, right? Like how can you make your message so simple that people will never misunderstand it? Hey, Victor, I'm hosting a dinner with a group of blank on this date, interested, full stop. Don't send any more details because right now you're just looking for that micro commitment. You're looking for, yep. yes, I'm interested or no. I'm not interested. Either way, you know, and you're not guessing. Yeah. Separate the decision from the details, right? So yeah. that's, that's step three of the five. You're already 60% done and you haven't even hosted your dinner yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? like, you're already I was like, I'm like taking notes. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> Dude, step four is the actual dinner itself. And I mean, there's, we can go multi-step like this is a yeah. science and an art, but I'm giving you like the quickest way to host your first dinner in 48 hours or less. Um, step yeah. four, when they show up, so everyone logs into Zoom, here's how you structure the night. Very simply, again, four simple ways to structure the entire night. Thank them for coming, okay? Number one, thank them for coming. Acknowledge them for taking time out of their busy day to join you because it takes time. They're leaving. I mean, they're, they could be at home doing the dishes. They could be at home doing, they could be doing a bunch of different things, but they're at home and right, yeah, yeah. their time with you. Step two, just tell them the context of why you invited them. And 
that you'd like to build deeper relationships with them. That's it. Just set the context, set the stage. And then here's how you structure the conversation. And you just have everyone go around the table and you ask them very simply to share their biggest win in the last 60 days. And again, it doesn't matter what state the world is in. Everyone has their own internal wins and they're not yeah. always work related, right? So ask them, hey, what's been your biggest personal win in the last 60 days, in the last 90 days, in 2020? Like you pick a, you pick a framework. I'm yeah, just literally giving sense. you the exact scripts that I use. Like what's your biggest personal win in the last 60 days? Have everyone do that. So if six people do that or five people, that will take 60 minutes. Like you don't need to fill space, right? Because the conversation is going to just take a, a life of its own. Yeah, that makes and, sense. People are going to ask, oh, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Exactly. So you just nailed it. And the way I kind of plant that seed is that, hey, guys, I want everyone to share their biggest win. Here's the only caveat is that somebody else has to ask a follow-up question. Okay. Nice. And okay. I don't. I don't go on to the next person until that follow-up question has been asked. So you get everyone to share their wins. That's the first sixty minutes knocked out of the park. Right then and there. The next part of the next hour, if we want to break it up into like sixty minutes and sixty minutes, mm -hmm. is you ask people their thorns. Hey, where do you need the most support right now? Uh -huh. Where do you feel the most stuck right now? What are some of the challenges you're facing right now? And don't limit it to business. Like let them interpret yeah. it however they want because they might say, hey. I've been at home with my partner for the last 21 days and like, I'm about to lose my mind. Like, or they might say like, listen, revenue has taken a massive hit and I don't know what to do. And I don't have a community. I, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to. Right. Like this is where things get interesting because the thorn and the mm. obstacles, their fears that they have come up, that creates a very vulnerable environment, which gives you and them a very safe space to talk about, conversations that they don't get to have anywhere else, whether it's online or in person, because conversations like this that go deep, that go vulnerable, that get intimate are conversations we all want to have, but we're afraid of having out of fear of judgment, out of fear of it's looking like a failure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. And then once that hour is done, like that's a two hour kick ass dinner. And then you just get a group photo where you literally either take a screenshot from your laptop or you take out your cell phone get everyone to cheers on the screen, either with their bowl or with their glass. You take a photo and then you share it on social media. I just did my first virtual dinner. Now that's 80%. The other, 20%, awesome. the other 20% is the next day. And this is so simple. You just follow up with all of them next day over email, copy them all on your email and say, here's the group photo from last night. Thank you everyone. As a recap, here's everyone's roses. Here's everyone's thorns. Um, please feel free to connect with, with one another. You're all CC'd. Boom. First dinner done. Nice. Okay. Okay. I can, I can see myself doing that in the next 48 hours for sure. I'm like, I'm going to do this for sure. Um, I, I, I love it. it. It's like two people, you know, two people you don't um, send a personal video. And then once we're there, really just start with those two questions mainly and have a follow-up question. Yeah. But I, I can see how conversation just you're, I swear, you're like a master at creating intimate conversations, having questions that like really spark conversation, true conversation. Dude, thank you. It's also because I've lived in way too many rooms where that conversation or that type of conversation was either frowned upon or not celebrated. And oh man, yeah. dude, and it, me and you have talked about this on your podcast is yeah. surface level 
questions are going to generate surface level responses. You just yeah. can't get to know people if all you do is think about what do you do, what value can you provide for me, when will you buy from me? Like you just can't yeah. make a relationship that way. Unfortunately, and that's April. Another perk of working from home is dogs are always barking. So welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, and the other thing I'll say, dude, is like this. It sounds simple, and it it is to a degree. But there is also layers and levels of the type of dinner, right? Like we could get yeah. into intake forms, hosting these at a restaurant, like structuring the night with very oh, curated yeah. questions, doing the like rosebud thorns, um, creating the container, sending out Zoom invites, sending out Eventbrite uh, pages so people to pre-purchase their ticket, having a post follow-up script, having a 90-day outreach after the event. Like you can get super granular and super detailed because again, like dinners are amazing. Most my dinners are up here, but I treat dinners like they're up here. Like dinners to me yeah. mean so much, whether it's virtual or I, in person. I get it. It's, it's it's pretty cool. No, like I have been part of a couple of dinners that you've helped curate, and they have been one of the most fantastic. Like I, I generally don't like in-person networking. I loved going to those dinners. <laughs> like I, Thanks, it's, man. it's just. <laughs> Like, I swear, when, when we initially met, I was like, man, we had, I think in the first couple of sentences, we asked questions that I, it was just, I was just like, I feel like I could ask you this question. And, then, and it was just like a super, like, we I'll just say really this, got man. I'll say this. And for anyone watching, like, this is the power of like a good question. Victor and I have met in person two different times. Both times were multi-day. So like three days the first time, three days the second time. Then we connected online. Then we had a podcast together, like we where we're on Victor's podcast. And then we mm -hmm. send we send audio notes to one another. Like our relationship, although we've seen each other physically twice, but yeah. dude, I feel like I know you so well that I could call yeah. like I could call you tonight and be like, dude, send me toilet paper, and you would. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got stocks of it apparently. I didn't realize I did. Right. So like that's what I'm getting at. And like if you could have that type of relationship with like your customers, oh my god, dude. Like talk about next level of personal personalization. It's just insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love it. So I, I guess let's um really because I know I, I specifically called like this streaming show just to give it a name, like the water cooler. This is like, a, because I wanted to have real conversations with people around it. And what better person to really have this startup kick off with than you that really is sparking a really master at sparking real conversations. So um, I know you were saying have people type dinner here. If they're, if they really want to know more, uh, where else, where else can they find you? If, if, they, they really want to move into this space of like building that real connection, with not just their clients, but, but new people and grow their network that way. I appreciate you asking, man. Like my, my entire goal that I feel so strongly like called for is like redefining what networking means and what it stands for. Like it's not, it has nothing to do with your business card. It has nothing to do with your brochure or your website or your epic lead magnet. Like that stuff is great, but at its core, like, you need to make friends. You need to build that human connection. You need to build trust. And for me, I just choose the vehicle to do that, a dinner, whether it's in person or whether it's online. So I have um, over three years and hosting 150 plus dinners and different events and just curating 
the experience of anybody in a dinner seat. Um, I just packaged all of that knowledge. I just created my first ever digital product, which I'm like, whoa, never thought I would do that. But I've created nice. this like, super digestible, modular uh, video digital product with all my scripts and templates and everything that I've learned in three years with 40 of my favorite questions that go deep. Victor, you would love just the 40 questions alone. Hey, I'm, I'm over here like, just the 40 questions alone you would love, um, which I just launched this week. So if you're interested in that, um, you know, just comment the word like dinner or network below and I'll reach out to you and let's jump on a phone call and see if it makes sense. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm super excited right now and just seeing the changing landscape of, of virtual and spending way more time on Zoom than ever before. Um, there's never been a better time to start hosting your own dinners uh, online or just your own meetups. And if you've always been afraid, trust me, I get it. I can remember my first dinner. I was scared shitless, but it was one of the best experiences of my life. And every dinner since, and including the first one, has been epic because it's all about the people. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, so I'll, I'll be reaching out because I'm curious now. And I, I definitely want those 40 questions. So we'll be, we'll be do, talking about that behind the scenes here. Uh, but if you're interested in uh, really creating that, that real connection and, and, and like real network, not like this fake um, really business card, I don't even know what to call it. Like I just, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's kind of like this, this, Oh, I know these people that like, I know people type of deal. And you kind of start with that. It's, it's more about like creating a connection with somebody, a real person to person. So um, definitely type dinner in the comments, reach out to Kieran here. And uh, that's how you can get uh, really grow your network to the most, just most fantastic people that you'll ever know. Good way Th to put it. I might actually steal that tagline. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Um, so that's <laughs> just like, oh man, right. Um, but uh, again, thanks. Thanks for watching. And I, like I said, if you want to know more, reach out to Kieran. He's a true master at this. And I will see you guys tomorrow at the same time, 1130 Mountain Time, 130 Eastern. Uh, I'm calling it the water cooler for now, but we'll see. We'll see if that stays or not. I like it, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. See you. Thanks, guys. See you guys.